Hey everyone, you're listening to Pistons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jack's 47 Mobile Barco. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks with our fleet of mobile bars. Today we have Ethan Bonnell of Pizza Daddy, a mobile pizza oven serving Asheville and Western North Carolina. Ethan, thanks so much for coming into the warehouse and chatting with me today. Hey, glad to be here, Bryce. Thanks for having me. You know, I love the idea of the mobile pizza oven because people, you know, can get a variety of things, right? It's not just one size fits all when it comes to the menu. That you can custom make pizzas for folks, right? Depending on their desires. That's right. Yeah, we we started out pretty traditional with your classic Neapolitan margarita, America's favorite pizza, the pepperoni, but. Um, it's really as far as you want to take it. For instance, we're doing a wedding coming up with a blue cheese and fig and bacon pizza. And basically we sit down, ask you what does what your dream day look like, and we tell you how we can, how we can meet it. Or, um, you know, we give you some ideas if you're not sure where to start. So it's been fantastic so far. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I, I love a good wood-fired piece. I think the flavor is so much better than traditional and having it, you, you make these fresh on site, right? Like you're making the pizzas oh, yeah. in the oven at oh, yeah. the wedding. You know? That's right. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's a dinner and a show too. Yeah. So um, yeah. we, we get the bride and the groom back there. They're working the oven a little bit too. It makes for an interesting photo op. <laughs> and uh, our dough takes four days to make. So it, it's one of our strongest um, points and features that we offer is that, you know, if, if we're there on a Thursday, we started on Monday. And it's the one thing you can't really cheat is time with bread or with pizza. Um, so the flavor is incredible, and the wood-fired aspect to it, too, makes it pretty special, too. Yeah, you're right. I, I didn't think about that. You have to proof the the yeast and all that. If you try to do a quick, you know, hour pizza, it would be a totally different product. Yeah, it's uh, if you can think of Italians, you know, they're eating this at lunch before they go back to work. So if you're eating, uh, I, won't, I won't name a big American food chain, but <laughs> think, put whatever one you want to put in your head. If you eat one of those before you go back to lunch, it's your expectations have been lowered for the rest of the day. So yeah. that's not what this is. Yeah. So it's the quality comes in with the fermentation of the oh, yeah. dough? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's a long yeah. ferment. So it's fermenting uh, over two nights, and then we start a, our starter the day or a day and a half before that. So it, it makes for a... If you haven't had a true Neapolitan pizza, you need to because it's a it's a different experience. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I tr- appreciate a good pizza. I have one of those egg ovens at home. Oh the yeah, barbecue grill yeah. thing, uh-huh. the green egg looking thing. And man, that thing can get up to like 800 degrees. Oh, yeah. You know, whereas like if you cook it in your regular oven, you can only get up to what 500 or something. Oh, you're it's lucky. A different, yeah. It's a different product for sure. It so. is. It is. Yeah. So our oven. In the dome, it's about 1,200 degrees. The cooking floor is about 800. Oh, my gosh. Um, so the beauty is wow. it's super quick. So once the pie goes in the oven, you got 90 seconds until you've got a pizza on your plate in front of you. It's pretty cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. It's fun. It's it's rare when you get quality and speed at the oh, same yeah. time. That's the, that's the idea. <laughs> but with wood-fired ovens, or, you know, pizza ovens, you can get that. Oh, yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit how that process looks on the day of. You know, do you pull up... Um, and then have to start the fire? Do you start it beforehand? How does that, how does it all work? Yeah, good question. That's uh, people always ask us that how much time we need. So, uh, the oven itself is is an Italian oven from Modena. Uh, they put it on a pull behind trailer up in New York, and then so essentially we drive up with my truck. We put it in the spot that you pick, as long as it's a little bit of flat ground, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we we set the fire in the oven about an hour before we want to serve. So it takes about 
about an hour for it to heat up, of course. Um, and then, during that time, we're setting up the ingredients, setting up the serving tables, getting ready for service. And that oven will stay hot and for 24 hours. So yeah. uh, we keep it in a covered space, and it, we have to keep it outdoors for a day, or, <laughs> or it's a bat, you'll be calling the firemen. So, um, so it's a it's a little bit of a setup, but an hour, we're ready to go. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, yeah, we're ready to go. I mean, I always, you know, set up or I always arrive at least an hour before the ceremony, right? So that I have time to set up. So right. that's kind of typical, you know. That's not that's not crazy at all. I thought you might have to maybe show up in the morning. Um, no, thank God. It's it's a pretty <laughs> it's a pretty amazing design. So it's it's refractory concrete, so it heats you know relatively quickly, and it keeps the heat for a long time. Yeah. Um, the other part is you're smelling the wood burning. Mm. So when during the ceremony, people will peek peek over at you because they know it's coming later on. Yeah, yeah. Today. So it, it's a pretty cool thing. We love it. No, you're right. Dinner and a show for that's sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, do people always book for the main dinner, or do they sometimes do like? A late night mm-hmm. pizza option. What's what's kind of typical client? Yeah, so so our we do majority of our events as weddings, but we we always tell people anywhere there's a place for us to drive the truck, we can set up. So we've done uh, lunch and learns at local libraries. We've done anniversaries, uh, team building for you know office staff and such. But as long as there's flat ground, we can set up and do just about anything you want. So. Uh, the beauty of a wood-fired oven as well is it's very versatile. So it, it's pizza, but we've done uh, meatballs inside as an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we typically bring a salad course, and we can kind of go as, as in-depth or as simple as you want, just a single course with pizza. We've done that as well. Yeah, that's important, I think, for people to know. It's not just pizza. That's right. You can be the mm-hmm. catering option oh, yeah. for this, our couples. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're bringing everything from... Um, salads the main courses um, there are some desserts you can do which can get pretty fun too and then we'll yeah. bring the drinks of course too yeah oh, I love that um, so so how did this all you know how did this all come together who <laughs> did you have you made did you make pizza before you know yeah. how did this all begin it's a it's a good question um, I like to say this started when I was like seven or eight years old I uh, so we won't go too too in depth with the whole family history there but uh, uh, I'm a middle child, so the way that I found attention was for cooking for my family. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been cooking since a really young age, got in the kitchen with you know people in my family. And from there I branched out, I've always worked in restaurants, went to school for hospitality management. And I knew one day I'd, I'd always want to, I've always wanted to have a restaurant. So this is a way into that. So pizza specifically I've kind of been geeking out on, if you will, for about five years now. So um, got some really incredible cookbooks where I turned my kitchen at home into a, a test kitchen. Um, so got some of the, the key ingredients and the key uh, pieces of equipment there like a, a baking steel, uh, shipped in some Italian flour, Italian cheese, Italian tomatoes, um, and really fell in love with the Neapolitan style of pizza because it's so, it's so simple and so pure and it, it kind of gives you what pizza's meant to be in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not that we don't break rules sometimes too, we can get as, as wild as you want to, but yeah. Pizza has just always uh, drawn itself to me, and crazy stat I learned is it's 60% of the American people people are eating pizza once a day. Really, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Wow. So yeah, it's that's a lot. it's uh, it fits it fits a lot of palates, fits a lot of needs, um, and if you have a if you have a group of people and you're not sure what to serve to satisfy needs of a hundred people, pizza kind of fits that bill. So. 
it's been really successful for giving people exactly what they need and, and what they're looking for. So, Ethan, I don't want to sound stupid, but what is a Neapolitan pizza compared to, you know, as you said, the big chain pizza? Like, what's what, what differentiates that style? Good question. So, Naples, Italy is where it's from. So, if everyone's heard the story of Pompeii, where Mount Vesuvius, excuse me, Mount Vesuvius erupted, um, covered that whole area in ash. It's just down the mountain from there. So, Naples, Italy is kind of the home of what we refer to as a Neapolitan pizza and specifically the margarita type of pizza. Um, so pizza in one shape or form has been around for I don't know, centuries um, from flatbreads in different countries, but the margarita pizza kind of came into fruition in the late 1800s where Queen Marguerite of Italy visited Naples. Um, a pizza shop owner made her a Neapolitan pizza and created that because of the, the colors. So uh, green for fresh basil, white for the Italian flag, uh, fresh fiorellate, mozzarella, and then San Marzano tomato sauce. So those are the key ingredients in a classic margarita pizza. What makes it different is it's really just those ingredients. So you've got, you've got water, you've got double zero flour, which is a really, really fine grain flour uh, milled in Italy. You've got yeast, you've got cheese, tomatoes, salt, and basil. That's, that's about it. And a little bit of olive oil, too. Yeah. But, um, it's about as simple as it gets, but it's just incredible if you get the right, the right mix of those ingredients. Well, that's funny. I'm recalling a pizza I had in Portland, Maine. Mm. And I had never liked cheese pizza. Mm -hmm. I was always like, throw a bunch of stuff on it, because, you know, that whatever basic cheese pizza has no flavor. Mm -hmm. And I went to this little shop, and that's all he had. He was this little oh, yeah. Italian guy in, a, in the back of a shop. It was They called him the uh, pizza Nazi, like <laughs> on Seinfeld, he's the a purist, uh, soup, yeah. soup Nazi, uh -huh. you know, <laughs> reference. And so... So he's like, that's he's like only serving cheese. You don't mm -hmm. you don't say anything to him. You just go up and get a slice, you right? Just one or two fingers. Yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I got the pizza and I was strolling down <laughs> downtown Portland and I was like, oh my god, this is like the it's best unreal. pizza I've had mm -hmm. and it's so good and it mm -hmm. tastes amazing. And I was so surprised by that. Mm -hmm. So I think you're right. If you use the right ingredients, which you know, not everyone does, right? Let's, let's be frank. Like oh, in yeah. the world, and all these restaurants that are oh, in the yeah. world, they're not always using the best oh, yeah. stuff, right? That's that's the variable, right? And when you do, I think there's some beauty in that simplicity. Oh yeah, and flavor. You oh know? yeah, you can you can tell who goes into business because they love pizza, or who is just doing it as a business venture. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty easy to tell. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, speaking of business, let's talk about pricing how does sure. this all work i mean we're not going to go into specifics because it just depends on you know travel and sure. and this year or next year but like mm -hmm. what's your basic pricing model at the moment sure yeah so our process is is pretty simple so number one we want to make sure we're a good fit for, fit for each other so what we do is we schedule a phone call um, i ask some questions on you know how many people are you thinking what time of day location what your ideal wedding look like, whether it's a simple one course, you know, pizza dinner for people so they can, you know, eat and drink and dance all night and uh, have that, those carbs in their belly. Or if you're looking for something a little bit more fancy, we make that happen too. So uh, first is to have a phone call, see what you like, see if we're a good fit. Um, and then three, we talk price. So generally it's a per head price. Mm -hmm. um, and then we travel. So we're based out of Asheville, um, home base in West Asheville. So we travel in the greater area, uh, Canton, think uh, Brevard, um, Candler, of course, 
a little bit north into Weaverville. So generally we stay around there because the oven um, is on a trailer and we used to, we like to show it some love and you know, mm-hmm. try and extend its life a little bit. But we yeah. keep it in the Asheville greater area. Uh, we do make some exceptions uh, if it's if it's the right you know right call to make. But generally speaking, we we'll take down the information you give us based on the number of courses, based on the ingredients that you want to use on your pizzas. Uh, we send over a proposal. Uh, you give us feedback on what you like to keep, what you like to change, mm-hmm. and then we send back a final proposal from there. So it's generally a per head price, um, okay. and then a setup fee on top of that. And of course, if you're doing, you know, prosciutto fig, blue mm-hmm. cheese, that's right. right? That's, that's different right. than just plain cheese. That's right. Uh, not, let's not use the word plain, right? But uh, margarita. Yeah, sure. Pizza, yeah. you know, that's, that's going to be different. So, um, awesome. So let's, I, I, t- I want to talk a little bit more about the adjacent offerings, like the dessert sure. and the salad and the, the you know, like, mm-hmm. so how, how far will you broaden that? those offerings sure so it it kind of depends on the size of your group so for instance this past weekend we had a a wedding for about 120 people we did a salad course we did a pizza course they opted not for the to go for a dessert course because they had something chosen already Um, but generally speaking you can get pretty creative with desserts as well whether it's you know like a at our at our recurring farmers market that we attend, we do a streusel pizza, mm. which is um, it's got cinnamon, got sugar. It's like a cinnamon crumble on top, and then we use a maple drizzle on top with a um, an apple hot sauce made by another local vendor too. So it's pretty interesting. But People it looks love like that. A, looks like a pizza. Oh, it's a pizza. Yeah, it's a pizza <laughs> like normal. Yeah, and then we just uh, cover it with some idea. with some uh, dessert toppings, and yeah. uh, we also we're known pretty well for a Nutella pizza, uh, which is the same dough, so the same three day savory dough. With Nutella, fresh strawberries, fresh bananas, and powdered sugar on top, so kind of the sky's the limit. Yeah. To be honest, we can get as as uh, as straight laced or as weird as you want to. <laughs> as you said, sometimes you break the rules. Oh right? yeah, totally. <laughs> That's very cool. I, I like the idea of of hiring you for the whole thing, right? Because That's it's right. like it's, it yeah. feels like a like a theme and an experience mm-hmm. rather than just having you know, pizza, right? You're doing all these cool things right. with the oven and it makes it more of a dynamic experience for your, the guests. Um, that's right. And that's kind of what, how I do, that's kind of why I introduced the signature cocktails on sure. tap because I didn't want people just to think of me as a beer truck. Right. You Slinging know, I'm like, yep. yeah, I'm not just a beer truck. We do all these, we do kombucha on tap, cold brew coffee, mm-hmm. the cocktails, you know, mocktails, right? And right. so but then you offer, in that, that way you offer a range that makes sense for more people people right as you as, right. as you're doing with the dessert which i think is so much fun um uh, maybe for our like our fifth anniversary party we'll have a we'll hire pizza, yeah. pizza daddy Bring it for, on, uh, <laughs> for the party because you know always looking to have fun things and i think this is this goes back to like the backyard wedding or the farm sure. wedding or the airbnb wedding or any wedding where there's no catering on site really makes sense to hire good mobile vendors mm. like you. Um, I was at a wedding yesterday with, with one of our bar trucks and they had Bears Barbecue right. um, from South Slope mm. uh, show up and they did some really good you know d- dishes out of that, like out of their little trailer, mm. you know. And then they had Sunshine Sammy's show up oh, and so do ice cream sandwiches, one of which was like a pumpkin um, sandwich with like ginger cookie mm-hmm. anyway or p- pumpkin ice cream mm-hmm. with ginger cookies and and then of 
course, the DJ was mobile, too, right? Like, everything was mobile because they need to be. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think yeah. a lot of people are really enjoying getting married in Asheville for the beauty of the nature Certainly. and our outdoor spaces. Mm-hmm. And when you have your wedding inside of a, a place, you can't You're have missing all, out. You yeah. miss out on that. And and I get it. Like, t- you know, weather and temperature control mm-hmm. is great. But mm-hmm. a lot of people are, you know, choosing these farm weddings and barn weddings. Definitely. And yeah, I mean, you, you cut out the... That's, that's kind of why we started this, is to help people get away from the traditional um, inside wedding where you have four or five courses, you pay someone to cut the cake, um, suit and tie kind of a thing. We love all that stuff. We're there for that. But also, people are getting creative. They're finding a really awesome Airbnb, um, a cabin in the, in the woods, and inviting their family to stay for a weekend. And the beauty of how we've kind of designed things is we don't need anything except for what we bring. So we don't, we don't need a generator. We don't need extension cord for power we run everything just the way that um it's it's just fire <laughs> it's kind of yeah. all we need so yeah no i think that's um, really important I, yeah. I i've been at weddings where i've seen generators run oh out. yeah and it's so loud and yeah that's bad and it's and yeah. that, that's why we went off-grid too with our setup or m- not off-grid but we went completely mm-hmm. um enclosed Stuff right so everything's yeah. passive mm-hmm. There's no electricity needed. Um, I do have some lights that I've hooked up into like a battery. Oh sure, but yeah. like you know, sure. no generators, no no uh, orange or yellow extension cords. I right. <laughs> run into Tripping the house. hazards. Yeah, yeah. Like so. So I really, I, I think it's really important for people to think about when they're planning these oh, backyard yeah, Airbnb weddings point. is the existence of generators. And sometimes you do need one, right? If you're if you're powering a lot of lights out on a tent, like I get it. I'm not trying to bash them, but. Sure. When you're hiring vendors, you know, ask them about their setup. Oh yeah, is it passive? Oh, yeah. Does it need electricity? Do you need access to an ice machine? <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, anyway, so Ethan, uh, you live here in Asheville. We do. Yeah. I, I want to know. You know, we're both into food. What's your favorite restaurant in town? Oh, <laughs> I know that's a question. hard question, but oh, where do we go? Yeah. Um, I'll give you a few. So, yeah, give me give me three. Give me so your last, top three. Last night, my wife and my two-year-old and and I. Um, chow down on Rockies, hot chicken shack. If you haven't been there in Asheville, you gotta go. Get the Rockies hot. It sounds intimidating, but it's it's what you need. It gives you an out of body experience, and it's really <laughs> in, enjoyable. Uh, we love Little B Thai. It's fantastic. Mm, yeah. We love. Honestly, if you're looking for a good slice of pizza, White Labs does a does an awesome job. Um, they've got wood fired pizza as well, mm-hmm. and uh, we never have had a bad meal there. I mean, there's so many good choices in Asheville. Yeah. Depends on what you're looking for. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a few. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. God. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, I, that's one of the reasons I moved here is for the food and bibs. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, Absolutely. it's, a, it's we a, care about it here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's, you get spoiled because I go to other towns, mm-hmm. even like, Oscar, I was on the outskirts of Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Seattle has a, a great food sure scene. Mm-hmm. But, I, and we were only about 20 minutes. But man, they were—it was all American oh, yeah. food, and I'm like, I, oh, yeah. you know, I love upscale American. I love, and I love a good burger and fries. Like, don't get me wrong, but I was like, that's all there is. Right outside of Seattle, here. this hub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, so, and I was like, and I asked my friends who had moved there. I'm like, what do you miss, you know, about Asheville? And they're like, well, we miss you. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> but really, <laughs> but like, what do you but mean? yeah, I was like, <laughs> really. They're, and they said, um, we miss the food scene. We miss Nine Mile. Yeah, fair enough. We miss, you know, the local juice shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think there's definitely um, a good good thing going on here, and it attracts oh, yeah. folks that like that. Hopefully, um, like you and me, and we're yeah, creating I like to think so things that <laughs> things for weddings that people like in regards to the food and bev scene. Um, 
So yeah, I think that's great. I'll have to go. I have to go to Rockies. I haven't been in a long time. Oh, man, you gotta get um, out there. So that's yeah. I love a good, good chicken sandwich. I'd, I'd say better than Nashville. You don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Ethan, um, you know, you talked a little bit about maybe having a restaurant in the future. <laughs> is that how you know how close do you think that is? Is that a year away? Is that five years away? Yeah, the, the timeline for you. Goal we're looking at two and a half years. That's okay. that's the that is the um, the goalpost we're striving for. If it comes sooner, hey man, I'm I'm there for it. Yeah, and you well, would couple that with that that would be a brand almost a the the Pizza Daddy truck mobile mm-hmm. uh, pizza oven. Sorry, mm-hmm. would be kind of a it's hard to say spinoff when it was the first thing to happen. But you'd have oh, a right. restaurant, right, right? And the the pizza truck would be the that's catering right. mobile service. That's the idea. Yeah, the yes. idea is to have um, to have a restaurant brick and mortar where we do all of our prep, um, serve pizzas out of there as well, but to keep the keep the mobile aspect going too, because we really love doing that, being there for people's special days and um, getting to, ex- to you know showcase our pizza. I mean, that's why we got into it. We, we're very passionate about creating a great product, and mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a little bit selfish, but I derive a lot of joy from putting a lot of time and effort into creating you know the perfect pizza and then seeing somebody get what I was trying to, to yeah. put out there. It's, uh, it's yeah. pretty amazing. No, I think that's... Honorable, yeah. <laughs> truly. Yeah. yeah. What advice do you have for couples getting married? I know mm. Think ahead. Yeah, yeah think ahead. Um, sign a contract. Read the contract. Know what you're getting. Know what they they are there to to provide for mm-hmm. you. And know if there's something you want to see in there that's not in there. Make sure they write it down and and sign it. Mm. Um, so being, not, yeah, being diligent about oh, yeah. reading the contract. Oh yeah, in and, full. and not to say that people will try and get out of things, but it just saves you a headache. And it takes another aspect out of your, you know, your wedding is kind of a, it's a big day already with a lot of stress without dealing with all this administrative stuff. So know that you can rest your head and know what you're going to get the next day of your wedding is a big deal. Um, And make sure you take the time to make sure you talk with the person that will be catering your wedding. Don't just use the, you know, a good place to start is our website, of course, sending out a catering request, but get to know them, meet them for coffee. If they won't sit down and give you the time of day, for 30 minutes to tell and listen to what your dream uh, day is, then you probably don't want them catering your wedding. Mm, interesting, yeah. Um, you know, this is a big day for you, and you want it to go well, and you want to have a great experience, so make sure they're willing to, to be there to give you that. Yeah. One of my favorite parts is the tastings I do. Oh, yeah. In, in here, mm-hmm. right, in this tasting lounge, um, because that that connection before the wedding, I think, is can oh, be yeah. really important. And have trust in you. Absolutely. Yeah, and you and you discuss things that you may not discuss on the phone or in That's email. Right. You know, the in person right. creates like a different level of communication. That's right. <laughs> so I think that's I, I agree. That's that's really important. Well, Ethan, thank you so much for hopping on Pistons and Prosecco. Um, it's been a pleasure to learn a little more about Pizza Daddy. I am really hoping we can do a wedding together soon so i can get a slice of that yeah you know, neapolitan pizza and as i said if we have our anniversary party soon i'm gonna give you a call to to get a quote on that right on <laughs> can't wait Bryce. thanks Ethan. <laughs>